Welcome to GalacticConnection.com, one of the most popular blogs on the World Wide Web today for alternative news. Stay tuned for the latest information on our world shift from enslavement to galactic involvement, as well as current intel on any blockages impeding us from our sovereign birthright. Knowledge and self-mastery are key at this time. Our commitment is to present you with the latest breaking conspiratorial articles, off-world messages, exopolitics, cutting-edge technologies and sciences, and also an ever-significant intertwining of spiritual support and metaphysical scope that one needs to dive down the rabbit hole in search for truth with balance. We are truly on the horizon of a new golden age filled with the promise for more love, worldwide peace, and accelerated intuitive skills, where every living being can exist in cohesion and abundance. It is whatever we envision and dream this new world to be. I say to you now, let's redefine the new world to the beginnings of our own precious heaven on earth. Galactic Connection is here to provide the pulse of Mother Earth through an eclectic range of interviews each Tuesday afternoon from 3 to 4.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Station 2 on BBS Radio, expanding your perspectives on how we can once and for all take back our freedoms, our joy, and our connection with our mighty I Am Presence. Our intention remains true to connect hearts and minds everywhere in order to obtain global unity and galactic and universal acceptance. Our discussions will continue to cover anything to do with galactic society and our involvement with our galactic brothers and sisters. Our guests are experts in their fields and our radio shows have been coined as some of the most thought-provoking out there. In addition to our daily blog, which runs 365 days a year, we also offer a realm of healing services such as our world-renowned implant removal processes, our spiritual past life clearings, our galactic violet ray alchemy from Alexandra who shares in the lineage of Merlin, and other cutting-edge healing technologies. Check our site out at galacticconnection.com now. Sending you a wave of light, love, and inspiration and a personal hug and thank you for listening to our Galactic Connection radio show and visiting our blog today. Good evening, everyone. This is Alexandra Metters of GalacticConnection.com, and this is a recording for May 8th, 2018. So the way I want to kick this off with is a big thank you tonight for the first waivers they have just been an invaluable source of strength and encouragement and support for me for the six and a half years that I have been uh, running galacticconnection.com and just I was reflecting today because I was exchanging some emails back and forth with my friend Jake and we were playing 60s music and it just brought back this huge wave of memories and going down that nostalgic pathway. Um, there's just something about the music from the Vietnam era. Uh, you know, I just, I don't even know what else to say. But it's that spirit within all of you and those that have come before me, you know, the post-World War II babies. I have quite a few friends that come from that era. And you guys just blow me away because of your, um, 
you're so open and you're so flexible and you're so wise and who better to kind of lead this wave to where we are today. So I just want to give a big thank you and a big hug to all of those out there that have been supporting me and that are out there really doing your bit because we would not be here without you. So on to the next subject, which is uh, I have been told that uh, there are some very specific public officials who check out the Galactic Connection blog on a regular basis. And I do know that so does Creator. And somebody had written in about uh, something to do with the news and, you know, why are we um, posting this kind of information? And the thing is, is like I said before, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, pass it. It's just like a salad bar. Whatever works, engage. And whatever doesn't, just allow it to be there for the person that it does engage with. Okay? But it is really important to understand that the 3D reporting of closing this down is something we all requested. It's something that was a burning desire in our bellies because of what has happened on this planet and, and beyond. And frankly, to see the victories through the alternative media channels is just making it a little bit easier for us to put our heads on the pillows at night. Uh, it makes everything all that much more coping or copacetic to still be here, right? Because uh, we're all just kind of sitting on the edge of our seats wondering when. So uh, again, you know, if you don't remember why we'll never know, the date and the time, if we did, we would change it. We would override potential plans and really cause some chaos and havoc. So just keep that in mind when you start feeling really impatient. Uh, just remind yourself, creators totally got this in, you know, he's in control of this whole situation now. And that right there should just be a huge load off your shoulders. I also want to thank uh, everyone for responding to my last recording with my new essence called The Meaning of Your Many Past Lives. And uh, I just want to thank the response was great. And for those of you that haven't checked it out, please do. It is very, wow, it's really helped me get through. It sure does even out the uh, yo-yoing of emotions that are, you know, kind of going around and around and around, not only with uh, the earth changes, but with Sophia's um, releases and the, the, the solar and the lunar and the, oh my gosh, there's so many things going on. So uh, check it out. It's, it's uh, very strengthening and I've been getting some really good responses. Uh, again, we have this awesome deal. It's like 20% off the regular price. And you can reach it at galacticconnection.com forward slash the dash meaning dash of dash your dash many dash lives. 
or just put in the meaning of your many lives. <laughs> anyway, so to pick up from where we were last time, uh, everything within and around the earth is mirroring within our own lives. And I kind of went through that last time. Now, I want to share a story or two with you. In the last two weeks, as I had stated before, really put your seatbelts on because we are going to get compressed in things starting to uh, surface. Uh, we're going to start hitting some walls. And that can show up in a myriad of different ways. A lot of people will think, oh, if you hit a wall, it's got to be some, you know, big fiasco. But I'm going to give you a couple of, uh, more than a couple, a variety of responses of people that have really experienced the pressure um, from these energies cranking us up to a level that we're not used to. And it's really forcing us to handle, face, review our discordant symphonies. You know, whatever we've written throughout all of our lifetimes, we're looking at it. We're looking at it when we're sleeping. Um, I've received several phone calls from people uh, saying, oh my God, I feel like a mag truck hit me. I don't even want to get out of bed today. What's up? Now, here are some of the common complaints that I've been hearing about, and even I have experienced a lot of um, headaches, migraines, uh, dizziness, disorientation, exhaustion, difficulty getting out of bed in the morning, and most prevalently, a deep, deep, deep sadness. Remember that once Sophia has begun to express and release her own deep sorrow and pain, this trickles down to all of us. And eventually we, depending on how quickly um, we experience it, we will have the same type of reaction of sorrow and sadness. So uh, she is reviewing the ancient and the, uh, the original earth traumas and things like this as well as elsewhere, of course, with Creator. And we are just bound to feel the after effects of this deep grieving period. Uh, as I say here, here are some examples of how people are snapping, crackling, and popping to the extreme, pure receipt of Creator's encodements. Um, I had a friend the other day. Uh, she went into an atrial fibrillation uh, I don't know, episode, I guess is what you call it. And what it did was it inspired her to look at all of her uh, quantum entanglement. And it actually put her in the driver's seat to take action. So that's just one example. I had another one uh, who had completely blown up with an ex. Uh, Things just stirring and repressed for many, many, many years. And they just had this huge blowout, you know, argument. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't violent or anything, but they said it was, it felt really good because they got a lot of stuff out on the table that had never really been discussed. I had another client that found herself in the middle of 
um, a dog fight, four dogs that she had, and one of them had severely attacked another so severely that one of the dogs was hospital hospitalized and she had severe injuries to her fingers and hands and forearms. And it was just a really good reminder to her that this is another loop, you know, and it, it usually represents another uh, type of trauma from another lifetime that needs to be cleared. Um, I had another friend who uh, called very excited because she has a daughter who totally hit the wall and decided to just willingly uh, enter herself into a rehab clinic to deal with some very long time addictions that she had been contending with. You know, so there's another way to hit the wall. Uh, I had another person, a close friend of mine, pulled her back out, couldn't get out of bed for almost like two days. Ended up going to the hospital, was in super severe pain, just couldn't move. Uh, you know, these are all situations that get us to stop, pay attention, reflect, and think. And the thing is, is that the choice you made? Uh, I had another friend call me and say that they had two people at work in the same day completely snap, and they had never seen anything like that at their work. Uh, I had another friend who is a regular hiker, and she said one of the hikers just completely could not go on right at the beginning of the hike. They literally had, everybody had to stop and go back because of her condition. So we're all kind of feeling like we're inside of a pressure cooker right now. And even though we see ourselves removed from all that perverse darkness out there, what it's really... Uh, reminding us is that there's this darkness within each of us. It's that shadow side that they always talk about that we really need to stop ignoring it. You know, we need to come to peace with it. We need to purge it. And the more you do on this side, the easier it's going to be for you on the other side. I've said that so many times. Um, when you really get quantum entanglement and the fact that you know, we're in containment. I mean, we're in a contained space. Like nobody wants to come into this space. I mean, there's no way to know how. And when you really get that, that we're not only within a contained space of a virus, you know, inside of us, outside of us, all around us, then the message becomes really blatant that we need to stop and really face ourselves and this is what's going on and it's just going to keep ramping up you know probably for I think another good three or four months so hang on to your hats the other thing that's been really interesting is you know you have all these alternative uh, media blogs covering on a regular basis uh, the prominence the absolute infiltration of pedophilia. I mean, even I am surprised at how deep it really goes. I, I just, I think we're all starting to recognize how severe it really is and how 
audacious and arrogant these people are uh, that are putting out just very perverted uh, child-oriented art. It's so disgustingly sick. Or um, making jokes on radio shows that, you know, they, they ref make reference to restaurants in Los Angeles that... <laughs> They're, that frankly they serve human meat and they say it's like the greatest meat you could ever eat. I mean, it's so over the top. And uh, you've got some mainstreamers that are not necessarily alternative media, such as Roseanne Barr, James Woods, and Corey Feldman, who have assisted the alternative media in making pedogate, pedophilia, pedovores. These are all becoming commonplace discussions and I'm noticing I went to go get my car registered and you know take care of my registration I had to get the car smog and all that stuff and when I was talking to the woman there and her husband who was the auto mechanic I was blown away she didn't know that much about it but I was really amazed how much she was so willing to hear all about it and she wasn't that surprised about the pedophilia so it is really, there's a lot of people waking up out there. It's not just, uh, you know, just trickling out. I, I, it almost feels like people are getting so bombarded, they have to accept that this is a reality. Now, here's a snippet from Roseanne Barr. It says, uh, hours after the hit revival of her sitcom Roseanne was renewed by ABC, Roseanne Barr capped off a triumphant professional week in traditional Roseanne fashion by wading into controversy. Barr sparked media furor by apparently tweeting about a bizarre conspiracy theory about child sex trafficking. Quote, President Trump has freed so many children held in bondage to pimps all over this world, hundreds each month. Well, we know it's more than that. He has broken up trafficking rings in high places everywhere. Notice that. I disagree on some things, but give him benefit of the doubt for now, unquote, she wrote. And that's coming from the LA Times. Pretty interesting. It's like the word pedophile, it's become so prominent that it's in um, major headlines of mainstream newspapers. And I also found it in the New York Post. So um, I'm going to put, again, some links below so you can check it out. But I thought it was really interesting. Some of these online newspapers, they actually have categories now just under pedophilia. I mean, that's how big of attention it's getting. Here was a report I found fascinating. It's called Vigilante Parents Face Charges for tying up their alleged child sex predator. A Canadian couple who captured a suspected child predator believed to be preying on their teen daughter may face assault charges for their vigilantism. The unidentified parents from British Columbia, blah, 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 okay, uh, claim they showed up, th that this 28-year-old man showed up at the home last week to have sex with their 13-year-old daughter. After restraining the man, the parents called the police and then broadcast the suspect in a Facebook Live video as he lay on the floor. He, quote, he comes to my house to meet my 13-year-old 
effing daughter to F her. And he wanted to be her first. The teen's mother can be heard saying this in the video, which was obtained by the news outlet. We effing tackled him and zap strapped him and called the police. I'm so glad that I got my daughter's phone and saw a message she didn't erase, unquote. Now, again, I would consider that a snapping type of scenario. <laughs> These people really snapped. And uh, now they're facing potential charges. But, you know, again, people are taking action. They're just, like, really getting upset about this stuff. If, if I had a young uh, set of children, man, I would be very concerned as well because it's so prevalent. Now, to change gears a little bit, I want to talk about the, the military and what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, I've made a few notes on the special forces. Now, if you don't pay attention to the way in which the QAnon, um, the militia, the white military, as they refer to it, if you don't pay attention to the subtleties of the information that's being presented, you're not going to get it. And you'll continue to be in doubt. You'll continue to wonder. And, and it's just sabotaging you in this fantastic, victorious moment that we're in. We have waited for this for quintillions of years, folks. It's time to really believe or at least get on the train and understand that this is happening and that this president has really uh, committed to bringing down this pedophile ring. I mean, more, more than anything else, he is super committed to this. And one of the things I wanted to point out is, once again, Putin, Trump, and Jinping, they are working really closely with the creator. So when you listen to them, listen to them through that lens, things will start to make more sense for you. Uh, if you listen to it through an old paradigm of, oh, the cabal are in charge and we're screwed and we can't get out of this place, then you're not going to get what's going on right now. Now, uh, even Benjamin Fulford just recently on his latest uh, weekly update, he wrote this Putin-Trump alliance blurb. It says, the other thing the Pentagon sources said was that the U.S. Second Fleet was reactivated to protect the East Coast and the EU while keeping China and Israel away in a joint U.S.-Russian security architecture. The mention of EU in the context of a joint U.S.-Russian security architecture implies that Russia and the U.S. have reached some sort of dead, dead, I'm sorry, deal over the EU. It is intriguing because Amsterdam's Schiphol, Schiphol, I hope that's how you say it, airport was shut down all night on April 29th due to a power failure. Since modern airports have multiple redundant backup power supplies, it is a Good guess, the airport was shut down to allow special forces to deploy throughout Europe in order to remove top cabal targets, unquote. Again, this is from uh, Benjamin Fulford's um, update this week. Now, 
I wanted to talk a little bit about the special forces. I mean, if you haven't Googled them or, you know, check them out to see how they operate, it's just one more thing that would assist you in understanding the way in which information is being delivered to the public. I, I pulled up another article. It says, quote, special forces don't like people to know what they're doing and why they're doing it. They like to work behind the scenes. The special forces is the only military unit authorized by Congress to conduct unconventional warfare. Even the Navy SEALs can't engage in these types of operations, which include working with local resistance groups to remove leaders and promote greater regional stability. Okay, this is regarding the Green Berets, by the way. And again, I'm going to provide a link. Uh, so, you know, the reason I'm talking about this is I, I really want to thank, um, I think her name is Pieta, and she wrote in and she challenged me about, you know, why are you honoring the military? And I really feel that part of that's because being a military brat, um, you know, sorry, it's slang, but, you know, having my father who was in the military for 22 years, and for a while there, he was a, a fighter pilot, and then he flew multi-engine planes. And he was in Vietnam all for a, quite a long time. Uh, and I was around a lot of military. My grandfather was a commanding officer. And I really get how they are and how they think. And I grew up around military. I mean, I can't begin to tell you how many people I've met or hung out with or dated or whatever. Um, military people men and women. And the thing about it is, is that, yes, you know, their whole agenda from this point on, you know, before this point on, I should say, has been to, um, you know, go and rape and, you know, pilfer and <laughs> steal assets from other countries and, um, shut them down and get them to take on the central banking system and all that. I mean, they've been completely been misused. And unfortunately the military that enlist or become officers, they've been misused. I just really want to say that, you know, when we have an extremely bad taste in our mouth about the military, there's this very high percentage at the top that, really don't give a damn. I didn't meet those kind of people. The people I met, they would run in front of you to save your life. They would do anything to try to protect and serve you and this country. And that is just a very amazing quality. And so, you know, forgive me if I'm a little bit um, protective of our men and women in the armed forces because they, they really believe or believed that when they signed up, they were actually going to make a difference for their family, for their cities, their towns, their nation, etc. They didn't know everything. Their naivete, unfortunately, got the better of them. And they ended up getting used, abused, and killed and used as a pawn in the game of those very, very few at the top that we all just cannot stomach 
you know, who they are and what they stand for. I do want to add, um, I was looking at an article, I just think it's fascinating, it was talking about the Revolutionary War, and there's many people that have been referring to how we're in our second Revolutionary War. And, and they said, um, they, were, they were talking about the Americans had only to keep the field until Britain should tire of the struggle. Washington's strategy had to be patiently defensive. I just really, I just, this is so parallel to what's going on today. Um, the plan of the Americans was the simple defensive to oppose the British as best as they could at every point and to hold fast the line of the Hudson. Okay. And it says they did not really win the war, but Britain lost it mainly to circumstances rather than the American enemy. And um, think about it. We're not really winning a war, uh, but at least we're shutting down the the atrocities that are going on with, you know, all men, women, children, organ trafficking, child sacrificing. I mean, it, it's just you name it. I mean, the atrocities that we never even thought existed when we were very young. And uh, I there was one other part in here that was just super really, okay, it says, um, another snippet here it says now the american revolutionaries eventually did form a regular army but guerrilla tactics played a huge role in securing their independence uh, max boot sees modern lessons in the story as told in the invisible armies what were the strategies that the american rebels used when they were rebels well it, it first of all comes down to not coming out into the open where you could be annihilated by the superior firepower of the enemy. The British got a taste of how the Americans would fight on the very first day of the revolution when shot heard around the world, the Battle of Lexington and Concord, where the British regulars marched through the Massachusetts countryside, and the Americans did not mass in front of them, but instead chose to slither on their bellies, those Yankee scoundrels, as the British called them and fired from behind the trees and the stone walls and not come out until the kind of open gentleman's fight that the British expected and instead took a devastating toll on the British regiment. I think that's just really key for people that don't really understand the way that uh, this battle is being fought behind the scenes and it's doing, it's being done so superbly well. So again, I will provide a, uh, I'll provide a link for that. And, you know, it just blows me away that there's so much information on showing the changes and all the resignations that can easily be found if you dig enough. Uh, and the, you know, the connection between Trump and office and all of this upheaval, you know, I, the fact that people aren't even like, thinking twice about that just blows my mind. And I, I have a hard time when I was traveling in Ireland and Scotland, I used to say to people all the time, uh, you know, it takes somebody who's really ballsy and arrogant and confident and independent and can't be pushed around to be able to tackle something of this magnitude. And, um, 
I just don't see how people can't get that there's a connection between taking down this pedophile ring and Trump. So anyway, so I want to remind people that Trump arrested over 1,500 people in his first month in office. He fulfilled uh, a promise already in his first month at that time. It says here, Donald Trump became president on January 20th, and in one short month, there were more than 1,500 arrests for six crimes, ranging from trafficking to pedophilia. That's from the Daily Wire. And it says, it shows that the president really meant what he said when he vowed to come to Washington and drain the swamp. And then uh, Ben Fulford is now talking. Now, this remember, that's when he came into office. Now, we're, fast forward to 2018. It says, the battle in the U.S. against the Satanists is almost over, even though 25 1,500 sealed indictments have yet to be acted on. Okay, that's indictments, and I heard there's even more arrests. Again, it's behind the scenes, and since the military's involved, a lot of these are going to be tried by the military. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, but always remember creator's number one priority is to keep as many people safe as possible. That is such a key thing. And then, you know, he talks about... Um, how the Alliance mass arrest strategies have evolved. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put a link for that. That was in David Wilcox's uh, more recent, very long uh, review of what's been going on in the systematic takedown of the deep state. And it says here, uh, you know, I, I feel that David Wilcox just puts puts all the pieces together so excellently. But one thing is for sure, um, the deep state takedown is covert. It has to be because of the opponent. It's not like a traditional battlefield where there's a no man's land. So remember, everything is behind the scenes. And for all of you awesome alternative bloggers out there, you know, please really think about the information that you're releasing to the public and combine your common sense with asking creator directly, is this going to benefit the light? Is it going to um, cause delays for the light? It's really important to really think about the information. I mean, trust me, I have had access to so much information. I, I won't put it out there uh, because I don't want to participate in any more pain and suffering or delays or um, potential confusion amongst the men and women that are putting their lives on the line to get this thing done. So um, always really think about are you putting information out that feeds the opposition? Meaning, are they going to be able to take that information and uh, promulgate AI, for example, or um, cause some delays or problems for the white military? It's just an FYI. I wanted to say that. So, uh, wanted to go over that. 
Let me just see. I don't think I don't think I have much more to talk about here. Oh yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I take a lot of pictures at night and I've become very enthralled with what I've found and what I see. And I'm going to add these pictures in to the uh, recording tonight. But what I've been noticing is really interesting. I went back to photos in 2015 and a couple of different things. So first of all, if you look at a photo from a couple years back, you'll notice that it's actually pixelated and it's kind of squared off. You can even look at a planet and you'll see it that way. And you'll really truly go, oh my God, I'm really in a matrix, okay? But that's starting to change now. Uh, just go out and start taking some pictures at night. And uh, it's kind of a trick because you gotta have a little bit of light to be able to see. And when you look at these pictures, folks, you're gonna want to enlarge them so you can really see what I'm talking about. You have to enlarge them on your computer and be able to look at the critters in the skies. Now back in 2015 or so, when I used to look at these pictures, I was blown away at how many different faces and critters were in the sky. I was just blown away. And this is at a time when, you know, portals were being uh, released. Um, there were the, all kinds of stuff was being cleared out from underground. Uh, you know, uh, there were actually biblical references to it, uh, you know, where there was going to be a fury of evil spirits on the surface of, of the earth and that kind of thing. And you could actually see some of these in, in the uh, pictures. But what I noticed lately is that the skies are really cleaned up and the colors are different at night too. So check it out and see what you think. Um, I'm also going to submit a picture that was just very, very peculiar. I, I had to literally pull off to the side of the road and take the picture because I couldn't believe it. And it was a chemtrail, but it was shaped like a ship. And I think we're going to start seeing more and more of that. They really are, as I said last time, they're really making their presence known. And they want you to know that they're with you and, and you're, you're being protected. So I uh, have a couple pictures here that I think you'll find interesting. Uh, I think the other thing not to discount is everything about this mission is about the children. And I want you to understand this started with the children. This started with creator's children. And when I say it's all about the children, even let's say you're 65 years old, it's still all about your inner child. And most of us have such severe wounds in our inner child that we're not even consciously aware of. And that's actually been a gift from the creator to make us amnesic because if we remembered him, it, we wouldn't be able to cope with it. We just wouldn't. So, um, you know, there's like this ancient history of all of the, uh, the tricks and being lured and manipulated and kidnapped and tortured and abused and sexually molested against the children. And, 
you know, it's just so interesting. We're doing a full loop again. And remember what he said, the end is the beginning, the beginning is the end. So we're getting really, really, really close. And I want people to remember, these are not human beings. These are beasts, okay? These are heartless, parasitical uh, beings that carry no divine spark, okay? They have no divine spark. So uh, I wanted to define what a beast is. A beast is any non-human animal, a contemptible person, something formidably difficult to control or deal with, and an antagonist of the Christ. Okay, that's truly what they are. This is what Trump is bringing down. And you can see how many there are, how much they've infiltrated. They are truly a virus, and, and it has just taken off. It, you know, all, look at all the different uh, sections of our society that are just infiltrated with this stuff. Um, one quick thing, the, the, uh, there was a report from Science of Cycles, I think is what he refers to, and uh, they were talking about the sunspot. Did you, I don't know if you guys read about this, but there's this big, gigantic um, uh, sunspot that opened up 55 degrees geomagnetic, geomagnetic latitude. Um, we're going to attach the photo and the link to that, but check out what's at the 55th uh, degree latitude. Very interesting. You know, we're talking like Alaska all the way across to Russia. And, you know, the first thing I thought of was um, uh, this, is, in my opinion, it probably has a lot to do with stabilizing the planet uh, to make sure that we don't have any radical pull shifts. And it also has probably a great deal to do with the ring of fire and stabilizing that and, and what I think is like the Lemurian um, plate that's been pushing its way underneath the United States. So uh, take a look at that. I think it's interesting. They're, they're really kind of desperately looking for answers as to why these sunspots are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And um, supposedly there's like a, a relationship between <laughs> uh there, uh, there's a somebody was quoted as saying sunspots can only form at the solar surface if the magnetic field strength exceeds about 1500 G's. And they're basically trying to explain the magnetism is dropping to ex incredibly low levels and they can't figure out why the sunspots are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Wait till you see this picture if you haven't already done so. So, uh, I want to remind you, just remember, you know, Creator is monitoring us all the time and is watching everything that's going on. And he's a great strategist. I've never seen anything in my life like it. Uh, remember that all the main players are working with him. And remember that he is not going to allow his children to, you know, be injured or hurt unless that's a choice of theirs through their exit plan. So I just wanted to remind you of that. Uh, anyway, that's my quick update for tonight. And uh, again, check out the new Essence. It's, it really rocks. 
again, it's called The Meaning of Your Many Past Lives. And uh, I will be releasing a new essence out, I think, in next month, and that will be for uh, those that have been writing to me who've been lo losing, lots of people losing loved ones. And so this will be for people that are really going through the grief phase. Okay, so take care and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And once again, sending you lots of love and a big hug. Take care. Bye.